Welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast. I'm D-Rock, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, the one and only Hans Vanderkill. Hans, how's it going? Going pretty good. How you doing? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. You know, it's uh, it's definitely a cold day today. You know, November is just that time. We're getting there. Um, oh, but yeah. All in all, I think because just so used to the quarantine being inside, I'm... um. I'm dealing, it's weird, it's having an effect where I'm okay with the cold because I'm just like, you know what, been inside all year, so when I need to go out, like, I, I'm going to take it and enjoy it, so it's kind of made me step up and be okay with going outside. Yeah, yeah, it felt good when I stepped outside today, I was like, oh, it's brisk, it's like wintry, I like that, you know, it's um, most times when you get those dark malty beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun too. It was, it was always better in the cold, but yeah, not bad, not bad. So, absolutely. So, has how how's everything been going in the uh, the session world for you? Oh, uh, it's been going well. It's been um, it's been pr- pretty busy lately. Uh, this this month of November, and it just end up being a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, December currently looks very quiet and i think i'm i'm more than okay with that yeah i think i'm i'm ready for a um a quiet cold month um you know sipping on some mulled wine and uh, and editing some videos so nice nice that all sounds good to to me how about how about you how about this uh this month as far as sessioning life other things uh it's kind of been crazy you know sessions um I kind of was just with the uptake with COVID. I, I was going to look into kind of jumping back into it a little bit more, but I kind of said I'm going to wait and see just with everything, just for me. Um, as there for, is that too. Yeah. yeah, as far as, you know, because... Pretty severe uptick going on right yeah, now. Yeah, so just kind of want to see where that is right now. And even though I'm dying to get back out in that world, um, outside, of, I mean, I love this, but I'm dying to get back in it, but I'm going to take a... Just be cautious with it for a little bit longer until this goes. But Hans, we are joined by a very, very special guest. And... Very special indeed. Hello. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. So, yes. Hello. Yes. We're joined by the one <laughs> and only Domina Katarina, the Domcat Pierce. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So. Thank you. No, I love uh, <laughs> New York City ite. So we could yes. have done this uh, from the same location. I thought about like, you know, uh, um, not too long ago, and then and I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, things that you think of a little bit too late. But, <laughs> but yeah, but so. but Domina, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good, good. I was thinking about playing a game because now I'm like mm-hmm. in that like, oh shit, lockdown's yep. coming mode. And I'm like, should we play the, I'm going to take an edible before I join the podcast oh, no, and you guys fun. can guess when it <laughs> that hits. Definitely been fun. But um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I have a coffee instead, okay. so I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> no, Hans, a few episodes ago, he, he took the uh, guess when the uh, the alcohol starts to hit me you know, game during an episode. So we are veterans of that game here. (laughs) You just find out when it goes off the rails. At some point, some crazy shit will start coming out of my mouth. (laughs) 
and Hans can attest my baseline sometimes a little so off. I, I'm, so. I'm a pro for well, you know, just I guess that means it's time to wrap it up. You know, so. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for for joining us, and I guess let's just you know dive right into it. Just kind of want to ask, you know, when it comes to everyone, cool. you know, a lot of the bases of this podcast, you know, when Hans and I first started talking, were just kind of finding out like what you know this world of you know sessions and dominate you know uh you know bdsm and all that means to us and how we got into it so i guess i want to start with you domina how did you kind of first discover this world um well i was always um always like a sexual being and always an um someone who liked to experiment and and like to just try out new things. Um, but it wasn't until, um, actually, so my vanilla job was as a sex writer. Um, and it wasn't until, um, I wrote about a sex and cannabis club that I was like, Oh, there's names for this stuff. (laughs) Um, like there's names for what I'm doing and names for other things that I want to do. And there are people who, who have jobs and are respected members of the community who still do this. You're, you know what I mean? You're not, uh, a deviant if if i mean you know we're we're all delightfully deviant but you're not a deviant if 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 this is what you do and um i started you know i was just like all right this is you know this is who i am this this fits um and i started uh pro doming and then um as i got into pro doming my i as as all dominatrices um, or most dominatrices, I went to go make my bones in um, mm-hmm. in a dungeon. That was kind of your first experience. Um, and and when I applied, that was that was my that was like going to be my pro experience because that's how you like get your client base. How you that's how wet. you get known. You know, that's like yeah, yeah, and like things that you don't necessarily know, like you can pick up from other doms, like you nice. you know Skillshare and stuff like that. But I applied for the job and I was like, by the way, guys, I'm a writer. And they were like, totally cool. Come on in. Come on in for an interview. And I was like, great. And I did the interview and I was like, by the way, you guys, I'm a writer. And they were like, awesome. That's fantastic. Come on in tomorrow and start working. Next day I was like, y'all, I'm a writer. And they're like, totally cool. That's totally cool. You just ghostwrite for a sex column. That's no big deal. You're just a ghostwriter. First day, made that money. Second day, made that money. Third day, I'm sitting in that room, not making anything. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm on the train. I look at my email. It says, by the way, we hear you're a writer. You can't work for us. <laughs> I, was I like, warned you. <laughs> it was really short-lived. Um, but luckily, I have um, a lot of friends. I already had a lot of friends in the community. And um, Lola Jean is a pro-dom fetish wrestler and sex educator who kind of became like, um, through our friendship, became sort of like a mentor to me. Um, so I attended a lot of her classes. And, um, you know, every, you know, when I need some kind of advice on like the next step of my career, I go to her. Um, and she's actually how I got into fetish wrestling. Uh, I was at a pegging class because you know when you're your friends like what are you doing tonight and you're like nothing you want to hang out sure top at my pegging class that's what you do I run over in my like you know in my harness and strap on like who wants to get fucked so you're a fun time so, like you know I was like 
<laughs> Actually, that time was really fun too, because like I was already like three knuckles deep when I went to go check in on the guy. And I was like, so how are you? By the way, what's your name? <laughs> and I was like, I'd shake your hand, but it's in your butthole. Um, so, but so I was pegging this guy and Lola looks at me and she's like, that's a t-shirt. That's gotta be a t-shirt. <laughs> With your face on it. <laughs> but I was pegging this guy and Lola looks at me and she's like, you look really strong. Do you want to come to a wrestling party? And I was like, all right, sure. So I did. And I was fucking awful. I just got tossed around <laughs> and giggled the entire time. Um, it was amazing. And then I eventually at the wrestling parties met Doom Maidens, one of the production companies in the area. And... Um, I did my first, my first match, um, was against Ursa Fierce and, uh, she sat on my face a lot. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know face sitting was an option. I didn't even know that was a move, <laughs> but she just kept sitting on my face. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? So, um, yeah, it was a little nuts. Um, but it was really fun. And after that, I was like, can we do more of this? So, um, I started training, um, and, and, uh, yeah. And now I just, I just love rolling around on the mats and choking people and, and not needing a flogger or high heels or a tight outfit. Like I could be in my underwear barefoot and just kick your ass with That's what awesome. I have on my body. It's You're your own <laughs> goddamn equipment. right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, that's no, that's, so that's, that's my really story. Awesome. Yeah. So, I guess kind of looking at it, like, how did you even before, like, get into, like, the sex writing? Was that kind of like, was that kind of, was that always, I guess, like, you know, we always have a plan and obviously things change. But was that, like, part of the plan, kind of, or did that kind of come about? Um, It kind of happened. Um, So I was a journalist and they um uh, the the daily i was writing for was like hey um we need somebody who's like up to do anything do you want to do this thing and i was like okay sure so <laughs> they started sending me to like singles oh. mixers um so i would write like like narratives basically like of my experiences and then they were like okay let's go to a sex party and i was like okay and then and then it was all downhill <laughs> from there <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the uh the rabbit hole in the, the yeah it, like, down to it started like so. as journalists like a general journalist to like new york city journalist to um to sex and dating and relationships to sex and cannabis and now i'm a sex worker wow so and there you go one thing right i know someone said to me once um he's like yeah normally people use porn to like get into another career he's like you use journalism to get into porn (laughs) yeah yeah that tracks i'm where i need to be it is weird when you like uh when it is uh different i guess when you go the other way um you know coming into yeah this is this is where i need to be man this is this is where it is this is this is this is where i thrive it's fun. It's good. It's good. You can uh, love what you do, you know? So uh, I know uh, when I started getting into this stuff, I, I was just like, I was compelled. I kind of didn't have a choice. I, I could have 
led a very vanilla life, but, um, you know, the, the creature within, you know, just wouldn't let me. And I was like, yo, you're going to, you're going to get into this, whether you want yeah. to or not. So you might as well try to and what are, know, be smart what about it. And world, build a life what other worlds are you celebrated in? Especially like BDSM and like domination and stuff like that. Like what other world are you celebrated for being you yeah. times 10, you know, in, in every other situation, right. you know, you might be told like, you're too much. Don't do this. You can be, yourself you know as as you know as Katarina I am a thousand percent myself um I I I don't apologize for for who I am um you know and when I'm feeling sexy I'm sexy when I'm feeling weird I I'm I get weird you know and that's that's part of the fun of this job and that's part of what I love about filming that's what I love about shooting is I get to like come up with ridiculous ideas like a face it orchestra or some shit yes. and like do it yeah. and then do it you know like this people indulge me this is amazing <laughs> endless now, awesome. was that something it. that um did doing you know the bdsm and the the wrestling did that kind of help you express yourself and kind of come out of your shell or can you look back and say you kind of always were that but this kind of made it go up by 10 or whatever um, I was always basically at like a thousand. Um, so my, I was never really in a shell ever in my life. Um, but I will say that when I started wrestling, um, I was in a place in my life where I was not willing to connect with people. Um, and so that started to translate physically where I didn't want to physically be n- near people. And with wrestling, you have to close the gap between you and your opponent. Otherwise, they'll get in there right. and submit you. So um, it, it took that, like, emotional barrier that I, I had with myself. Um, and also, um, it, it helped, you know, me get that physical, back to that physical, not being afraid to be close to people and not being uncomfortable being physically close to people. Um, and also, I mean, straight up honesty, like I have an eating disorder and it's when I started training and wrestling, like I no longer was like, and I'm not saying like wrestling cured me, but, um, you know, I just, it, it, I developed like a different, a different, um, relationship with my body and, and concentrated more on loving my body and what my body can do and just being in awe of the strength that I have and the shit that my body can do. Um, so right. it really, it really changed my relationship with my body and how I feel about myself. Mm. So. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I've, I've heard like more than one story of, of people who like sort of get into this and, and they can recall like being, you know, really kind of like, you know, like awkward growing up. Like for, for me, I was afraid to take my shirt off. Oh my God. I took my shirt off all the time when I was <laughs> <And> a kid. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did for, I did for a while until I became self-conscious. And then I was like, Oh no, I don't want to take my shirt off and stuff. And then, uh, you know, obviously you get into the wrestling and stuff like that. And I, I didn't even think I wanted it to be public at first, but then when I started doing the videos, that became sort of its own kind of like thrill and so you know yeah. and we all know where it went but no we uh we appreciate that honesty yeah. and vulnerability and sharing yeah. that and that is awesome and in, in inspiring and encouraging that 
through, you know, these, and I know, like, like you said, wrestling didn't cure you, but through, you know, expressing yourself, you were able to have a healthy relationship with your body and, and your self-esteem. That, that's really, that's really inspiring. Really awesome. Thank you. And also it's like something that like, um, you know, uh, you're kind of taught to keep this under wraps and be a little bit afraid to share this. And then like, when you learn to share it, it, it becomes like a very, like, uh, you know, like an empowering thing. I feel like, you know, where, where you're sort of, yeah, not afraid to be like you yeah. times 10. Well, and that's and the thing like too, that. because like, yeah. um, you know, and I noticed like on Twitter, there are doms who talk about like mental illness and things like that. And it's sort of like this, you know, if you're a dominant person, you're not allowed to be depressed. You're not allowed to be anxious. You're not allowed to be broke. <laughs> you're not allowed to be, you know what I mean? Like, and I understand right. like, you know, people aren't paying for my time, attention and skill because they want an entire whole person. They don't want to know my, my stuff. But also, you know, there is sort of like when, you know, when I, I, um, I teach along with, uh, Lola Jean sometimes has me teach with her, her, um, domination one-on-one, uh, workshop. And that's one of the things that like, I, I tell them like being dominant, isn't being always right. It's, it's knowing when to walk away. It's knowing your own limits. It's, you know, you're allowed to be, you're allowed to say, sorry, you know, you're allowed to fuck up. You're allowed to laugh. Without it being like, yeah, like that's, character, right? Like, you're allowed. You don't have yeah. to be this this stone person on a throne. Like you are allowed to be a person. And I think that's something that's important, especially like in the Dom community where, you know, don't be a lone wolf. That's another thing that wrestling gave me was it gave mm. me community. You know, the, the people that trained me, um, Doom Maidens, you know, it gave me a pack. Um, and that was really important. That's, it's, 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 you can't, you can't buy that anywhere. Do you find that more than uh, in the wrestling community than say in just like the domination community, you know, to begin with, you think there's more of a, I guess they'd probably, you're on the maps together. So like, you need two people to have a wrestling match, but did you find it to be like even more community in the, in the wrestling community? Than the I do. Community? I do. Um, now I have gone to a couple like mixers with dominatrices um, that I heard about through Dom friends. And also again, my whole three days at the dungeon, I don't have like a lot of like experience mingling <laughs> with other doms. Um, Right. Yeah. Three wasn't days wasn't enough, enough to form lasting bonds. Found out you were but, um, but yeah, wrestling, I because, because, and that's the other thing too, because you go to wrestling parties and you go to events and you do how, yeah. you know, you train and you, you need two people. You can be a dominatrix and film POV stuff in your apartment by yourself, solo dolo till the end of time. But if you want to do a wrestling video, unless you want right. to wrestle your teddy bear forever, you need another right. person. So you have to network. Which I've seen people I've seen do that too. During the pandemic, I've I saw a couple too. of people do that. Hey, man. Like, oh, that's very smart. In May, <laughs> I did a whole Zentai showcase. I put the harness and strap on on a, a stuffed Zentai suit and gave it a foot job. So <laughs> 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 anything is possible when you're alone. But <laughs> yeah. 
and creative and possibly high. So, uh, well, I I kind of that's a, a great segue for me because yeah. from you know following you for a while and seeing you, I I don't know if anyone to me and and like especially the you know the BDSM and the session world has so many like creative matches when it comes to like you know what you do. I think it's really awesome. And I kind of wanted to ask you, like, where does that, like, creativity from, like, the Zentai to different things, like, come into, like, how do you come up with those ideas? Um, well, Zentai I kind of fell into um, when I was filming with Doom Maidens and I was getting ready to open my store. I think they were like, oh, hey, we have Zentai suits. This is that weird thing. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of sack dancing from from you know when I was a dancer um I was like it looks real weird let's do it because I'm always like you know let's get weird I think it that's fun um and I'm always up for trying something something different something new um some of my ideas they just I don't know they just come to me they really just come to me sometimes um and I'll, <laughs> some of the scripts that I write out um, cause I, I'm a big believer in letting people know ahead of time what you're going to shoot so that they can, um, get an idea and, and make sure it sits well with their limits and their boundaries and stuff like that. And I'm not going to lie. There are nights where like, I will pop an edible and I will just write some freaky shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just let that brain relax and just do it. But, um, but yeah, things just, I don't know. Right? Let it fall out on the page. <laughs> but um, but yeah, things just things just kind of I don't know. They just kind of come to me. Um, like um, oh, so when um Lana Luxor and I were in Philadelphia, no, I lied, Pittsburgh. We went to the Andy Warhol Museum, oh, and there were there were a couple paintings. There were like prints that Bridget Berlin did. And there was something else that Warhol did. I don't exactly remember. And, for, and somehow in my brain, I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put paint on my naked ass and put it on a canvas and paint with my butt. And that's what I started doing. And I did a couple shows like nice. that. Um, <laughs> so I paint with, I paint with my butt. I paint with my boobs. I paint with my vulva. I paint with everything except my fingers. Um, and Right. And I said, right, I have one hanging on my wall right now. It's gorgeous. Um, yeah. <laughs> I gave yeah, my friend, beautiful. I gave my friend Tiana, I gave her one of my vulva flowers. Um, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Christmas gift, guys. Nothing says you need a holiday like a gift flower. for your loved one. Hit me up. <laughs> vulva flowers from the bomb cat. <laughs> but yeah, like it just, I don't know, just if you just look around and let your, you know, just be open to um, experiences, I guess, you know. Absolutely. Because otherwise life is boring, you know, like what are you going to do? Just sit around, just exist? No, absolutely. <laughs> that's, I, I know that's, that's what we feel, right, yeah. Hans? It's like, yeah, you have a, a, a canvas really like, well, it's, it's nice. Like you get into this, um, realm where you're producing your own content you have like this canvas to kind of do whatever you want like i i always i've always said to people like how do you decide what what you want to do it's like oh i just i kind of make what i wanted to see and i didn't see enough of out there um, yeah but katarina i think takes it to like a new level with like a face <laughs> it orchestra like the stuff that you come up with just like 
is, is always so amazing to me. I'm just like, yeah, this is this is like a hundred years from now. This is going to be some kind of like a Warhol esque thing where people see it in the museum. It's like this is the face that orchestra it took place a hundred years ago. You have no idea. And, I'm dying to do yeah. another one. We have to get up to um, uh, what's it called? The thing from from Wayne's World. Oh my gosh, my brain just stopped working. Yes. Oh, Bohemian I'm Rhapsody. I'm dying to get a whole bunch of subs and a whole bunch <laughs> oh of butts and just do Bohemian that Rhapsody. That would be awesome. That would <laughs> right? be, that would break the internet. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I am getting like images in my head of like, you know, the, the butt is there. It's like an overhead shot. The butt is there and then it's uh. not there and like, the <laughs> <laughs> let me go. And the first one was really hard to tape because we were laughing so hard and I wanted it to be like, we're serious. We're walking in. We're sitting down. But like, no, the guys didn't know the song. There were only three notes to Hot Cross Buns and I gave them like the music ahead of time. And like, all you have to do is say one note when I lift up and allow you air. That's it. That's it. You have one note. Yeah. We were cracking up, dying the whole time. It was so much fun. And it was like one of those where I'm like, I kind of don't even care if this sells. I just wanted to make it. People were like, yes, let's do this. I believe in this. In the world. And we did it and we had, a, we had a blast. So there's stuff that you do that you're like, okay, I know this is going to sell. There's stuff that you do that you're like, I'm going to make the porn I want right. to see in the world. Be the porn you want to see. And then there's other stuff where it's like, yeah. I just have to get this out of my system. This is just, this is, this, this is just clawing, trying to get out. <laughs> and that was one of them. I just need this to exist so that I can look at it. And right? Watch it like, I just, I just need this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things it. where it's like that creative itch. You have to, it has to well, come out. Is that what the, um, since I have both yeah. of you on, like, is that what the the ass job uh, video with Hans was? That kind of something you just kind of have you seen it before, or was that something in your own head, or like, how did that kind of come about for you? Well, I do have a booty, <laughs> and it's kind of one of my it's kind of one of my selling <laughs> selling points. My little my dump truck ass. Um, so. <laughs> the Tonka, Tonka, truck truck, Tonka truck dumper, as you call it. <laughs> the Tonka truck dumper. So I actually have a really hard time watching porn right now, just to watch porn, because I slip into like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Look at that lighting. I wonder if I know anyone. <laughs> so I, I just, I go into very work mode. But um, I was actually, I was actually talking to a client, and we were sending each other porn links, and I was like, oh, this one's hot. Um, and then I saw it and I was like, no, that one is hot. And I was like, Hmm. So I was like, I started getting the idea. I was like, I think I want to give an ass job. And I had been thinking about it and I was, you know, someone, they backed out and like, ah, this did, I don't know. Should I, should I not? Should it only be for only fans? It's spicier than I usually do. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what, Hans, Hans is like, you know, anytime I have something, I'm like, I just want to try this. Will you do this with me? <laughs> Hans is like, sure. I'll lend you my, right? I'll let you borrow my dick. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that was just kind of one of those where I was like, this is hot. Um, it's actually something that I, oh yeah, I actually, it's actually something that I did once with someone, not on mm -hmm. camera. Um, and I was like, God damn, that was hot. We need to recreate this. So, um, yeah. So thankfully Hans was willing to, uh, 
lend me his lend me his wang <laughs> so, so I could sit on it. <laughs> lend Ladies me your wang. Lend me your wings. <laughs> now, now, what? How has the uh, the response been since you know you posted it on your clips for sale page? What's the response been like? It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Um, Hans and I seem to do really well in my store. My um, my first, yeah, my first, yes, yeah, my first topless, um, my first topless video I did with Hans. It was a a topless wrestling video, and that went bananas. That went, people were buying that like nuts. Um, but then I I think they got mad because I yelled at them because they all they were calling it Hans's clip and I was like nah bitches that's my clip <laughs> my clip so um I remember right yeah I was like Hans you better that time. I was like, hey, right? I was like Hans you better set that guy straight I, I, I definitely said this <laughs> But um <laughs> I mean, yeah. stuff, then I'll stop you. I am a lucky guy, but this is all her shit. <laughs> um but yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so the S job, um and that's the thing too, like it's it's uh people are it has a good response. It has a really good response. It's something that people don't necessarily see from me. Mm-hmm. Um, any of my spicy content is on my OnlyFans. Um, every so often, I might drop a masturbation clip on there, you know, that kind right. of thing. But that doesn't that doesn't go on clips for sale. Um, so you know, Zentai hand job that's OnlyFans. You don't get that on clips for sale. <laughs> um, so um, it was it's it's one of the spicier things that I've that I've done and. It was really fun. I mean, how fun is it though, too, to like hang out with a friend and just get like greased up and slide all over the place? Like that's really fun. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, Hans thinks it's fun. <laughs> that was nice, and uh, it was it was super fun. And you you kind of like took me out of my uh, my my work zone uh, right before it, before that too. It's like okay, so for this clip, you don't even really have to think about it. You just receive yeah. it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pretty much put me at ease. It's like, okay, I, I won't worry about where the camera is or anything. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, not, not a bad way <laughs> to spend a night quote, right? quote, work, working. Yeah. That's so, the thing. Like things like that yeah. should be organic. And um, yeah, I just, I, I, that's one of the, th- and that's, that's also what I really like about um, sessions and even filming when I'm, when I'm, creating um a scene when i'm creating uh and like god i can't wait until like my business grows and i have you know set money and you right. know costume money and all sorts of shit that i yep. can like really build these you know build this vision but um but i love creating an experience that's my favorite part of this job i think is creating an experience because it's a connection that you get yeah. And, and that was, that's part of what, um, what it is with like, even the, with the ass job video, like you kind of just forget even that the camera's there. I mean, you're aware of it cause you're working sure, but you just, you connect and you get into that experience and you create that experience and you're like, this is what we're doing. You know, the camera person yeah, has the, their job. Yeah, They'll take you- care of that. This is, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, then in a way, it's almost like you're not even really, like, trying in the respect of, like, you know, I've, I've done, like, scripted customs before, and I'm trying to play a character, and I'm, you know, my mind's very, like, in tune of, like, okay, this character would say it this way, and stuff like that, and very easy to get into your own head that way, but um, I've always found, too, like, the stuff, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna set up, like, an experience, a set of rules, and, uh, you know, that was what I was pleasantly... Uh, treated to and, and, and surprised when you know whenever i shoot with you it, it i always kind of like feel it's the same thing where it's like yeah you're creating that experience and it makes it much easier as a i think the i think my better performances are definitely you know with you and with other people oh, who kind you. of like do that so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. i love acting i love yeah. i love that stuff i love that stuff but um but yeah it's I'm okay with it. I'm not as good at it. Oh man, <laughs> you just put me on in camera. Yeah. Let me do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let it wreck shop. <laughs> now, for you, uh, Domina, is it? I guess I would say how. Um, because I guess there's certain people who you could do like if you were just doing like a scissor kind of like clip with, and then when you look at like the video, like the ass job you did with Hans, is it? Like, what's the difference where, like, when you're looking for someone to do, like, a, like a you know, a scissor or a lift and carry kind of, like, for example, kind of a video or for to, to kind of try out your different ideas that maybe, like, you know, they're in your head. Like, what's that kind of, like, connection you have to have with that person? Um, well, if we're speaking specifically about like scissors and stuff like that, like those are actually more of like Han's store. I don't really do that um, except for like, you know, if Han's um, has me in one of his clips, but for different things, cause I do a lot of, I do a lot of wrestling. I do pro wrestling. I do pegging. Um, I do, you know, fetish, central domination impact, stuff like that. Wax play. Um, and for that stuff, like there, are, I, I actually have a wish list basically of clips. And when I get a clip idea, I write it down. Um, and sometimes I have like a person in mind, but a lot of times I just know like the vibe mm -hmm. I want. So I know that, okay, when I'm shooting with this person, this clip will work. Let me, let me take this idea and, and suss it out. Um, and, and it also, it depends too on my relationship with the person. There was a, um, there's a, a video submissive um, fetish fellow who I think I filmed with for a year. Um, so we ended up having sort of like a, a relationship. So I was comfortable enough to do more sensual pegging with mm -hmm. him instead of just like <laughs> stuff your head in the pillow. Fuck you. I'm going to, you know, like, <laughs> I'm going to destroy your butthole pegging. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it depends on a lot of times too on my my comfort level, my relationship with the person, um, and just the, like the the vibe of the clip, what what I'm going for, because um, you know there are certain times when you're filming with someone and you're like I can't I can't fake this movie. right. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on your face, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. 
well, you know, it's a try. Sometimes things work. Sometimes things don't work. And then, you know, you, you live and you learn. So you try to Because it's, it's work, so. but it's also, I mean, it's, it is, it's sexual, it's sex and it's, and it's chemistry. A lot of it is, it's chemistry, you know? I mean, even if you're not sucking and fucking, even if you're just walking down the street talking to somebody, there is chemistry between you and another human. Right. So it obviously, it's definitely going to translate when there are genitals right. involved. <laughs> <laughs> to put it Definitely scientifically, does. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just, just went from walking out to the street and then the I mean, listen. <laughs> I was coming along with you, and then it's, it's like New York hard, City. Hard turn. I was like, I'm, I'm happy to be there. It's it New York really City. Fast. You could be walking down the street, and then there's genitals, it okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the New York Minute. <laughs> oh man, that really is awesome. Now, oh, um, I know you. You know, you have. If, if you can share, are there some other ideas that you're kind of looking to kind of jump into, either on OnlyFans or on your clips for sale in the future, like that you haven't tried yet that you're like kind of thinking about? Yes. Um. I am dying to do a golden shower clip now that um, we're allowed to pee on people for clips for sale. <laughs> um, a lot of people, yeah, a lot oh, of people don't realize <laughs> like what we're allowed to sell on clips for sale isn't because clips for sale is like, nah, you know what? I'm fine with you peeing on somebody now. It's because the banks and the credit card um, processors, they're the ones that say, this is okay. Right. This is perverted. You can't do that. So, Yes, it's which is silly. Uh, that almost gets me into my <laughs> cryptocurrency yeah. rant, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> it's only an hour podcast. So, so yeah. So I'm, I'm I really would like to do because I really do like um, I really like peeing on people. I think it's hilarious. It makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> I was part of like this girl gang that used to like wrestle this guy and then pee on him. And I have a very forceful stream, and it just makes me let the sadist in me just fucking dies um uh, i definitely want to get some more pegging into my into my um store but i also want to play a little bit more so there's this character that i've been playing um suzanne dr suzanne becoming and she is a name she's a therapist you're right (laughs) she's a therapist with um very unorthodox methods um and her first, her first uh, client was afraid of butts, so she she um, cured him with some very severe face sitting. Um, <laughs> and then she had a client who, see, this is one of my this is the backstory was very important for me. I was like, you must say this. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was afraid of tits because he was in an automobile accident. With a tractor trailer full of mannequin torsos that then poured onto his car. So he was then afraid of tits. So I had to cure him <laughs> of his fear of tits with my tits. So I did that one. Um, and then I did one with like the wife came in and I showed her how I cured him of his fear of tits. Um, but I really want to do one with feet. <laughs> I want to cure someone of their fear of feet. And I want to do like a, um, like a smother, a smother foot job. Cause like I'm real, so I'm real lazy with like foot jobs. I think it's hilarious. Um, Cause like you watch like porn and you have these girls sitting on their butts and they're moving their legs up and down. And I'm like, that's fucking hard. <laughs> that's 
really hard. <laughs> like that's a lot of work. That's Need some that's fucking obliques for that. <laughs> that's not fun at all. Um, yeah. Like I will deliberately fuck it up so you so you just like leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Don't ask me to do that. Do not ask me to do but that again. <laughs> if I lay on top of you and smother you with my boobs and then give you a foot job. And then if you want to breathe, you tap, but the foot job stops. So lungs happy, oh. right? Lungs like happy, dicky sad. <laughs> dicky happy, not breathing. Um, and I just think that would be a fun game for <laughs> Dr. Cumming to play. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> Right? That's some that's some therapy by <laughs> fire there. <laughs> she's a very she, compassionate uh, person, though. It sounds like she's quite compassionate. You know, I'm a compassionate sadist, so. <laughs> so I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. Yep. I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely kind of get that that vibe. Now, so. <laughs> I know you, you said, you know, because all these, you know, talk about like writing the scripts and the different characters and like these different ideas. Like, do you have a pretty big like art? background or are you just a big art fan whether it's you know with theater or movies or being an artist like it's really fascinating to hear um I I'm trying I mean I I danced forever I was I was a dancer um and I was a theater nerd in like high school um stuff like that um my dad was a musician oh wow uh, and I didn't I didn't know until later on I learned um, after he died, people were telling me like stories about him, like stuff that he would do in his dorm room, um, you know, like these Friday night shows he and his friends would have. And like, you know, just so I think I think I got a lot of his creativity without without realizing it, because um, I, I, I do kind of have his like performer personality that that sort of got. um dampened by by years of responsibility and family and jobs and you know stress um so i think i'm kind of like living the unencumbered creative life of his brain in a way um although he would really hate it because i do it with my tits out so he would hate that part (laughs) daddy would not approve um (laughs) he would not approve Oh, that's great that you're using your creativity. Oh, I love this painting, Kat. Oh, I did it with my asshole, Dad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He would not be okay with that. Um, (laughs) I pay to watch that. I painted this for you. It'd be best if you just painted this for you and didn't didn't say anything about how it was created. If we stay yeah. in the same you don't get to see the making of video. <laughs> so. <laughs> you step out of line, you're getting a zinger. Red, red, hard limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's really cool. No, that's awesome. Oh, fun, fun. Uh, guy, you really can kind of see that you have like the, the creativity and the art because it is, it's art, what you're. But, you know, including you, Hans, what you guys are doing. And and that's why I really, you know, like the videos both of you guys do, like together and just separately. Like they're really 
they're very creative and and you really can feel the chemistry or like really can feel like obviously like you know people are watching for the physical reasons like and wanting to watch that but at least for me I can say I can kind of just you're getting the great editing and, and film work and you're getting just great chemistry between those people coming through the screen and it's awesome to see thank you yeah that's part of the fun too i'm a i'm a i studied broadcast journalism and i'm a i'm a bit of a tv production nerd so the editing part like there are days where i'm like oh i just want to i just want to lose myself in some editing and just like i i mean i did a pro style video with like sound effects like explosions and shit like it's (laughs) nonsense like there's no need for it but i still did it um (laughs) because i was just having fun I I loved what you did for the uh, the Ash Job video where it started out like oh was, yeah like, online because I know, act- like um, <laughs> like screen capture almost and then like it had black and white and it was it was really it was yeah. really uh, yeah artsy because I actually like, did live yeah, stream really when cool, we were so. making it um, so I was like you know this is a different camera angle right. plus it's kind of like you know it kind of separates the different parts of the video. Um, and I don't know, it just makes it visually interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you almost kind of get like an added bonus too, because you start, it's like, oh, this is kind of like live stream. It's like on a, on a tripod in the corner. And, and, uh, and then you just get like, you get pulled into the actual scene and it's a full like, you know, um, with Rowan on camera work, just like, you know, getting all the angles and stuff like that. And then at the end, it kind of like pulls out. So it's almost like you, you're watching the live stream and then you get like, pulled through the screen yeah yeah you get sucked in and sucked out yeah Yeah. i like that one of my yeah i'm kind of like the same way of like when i did um switch to like 60 frames a second it cuts out all the motion blur and the thing that in my mind that it that said to me it's like i feel like i'm actually like Mm. in the room watching instead of watching it on the video so that's kind of like how Mm. i came to like shoot 60 frames a second but yeah it was like that same idea of like how, how do you kind of like bring your audience like yeah. into the, the I actually, um, one of yeah. my favorite videos, um, it was one of my favorite clips so far. Um, and it was screened a couple of times, um, like at past the porn and a few different things. Um, it's called Hitchcock and it's cock in, in capital letters. Um, I wanted to, sh- to film a shower scene. Um, so I did a pegging scene in the shower, um, in a hotel but I did it so that like, so fetish fellow was like pretending to wash his hair because he wears a mask. So he's pretending to wash his hair in the shower. And yeah. then you just like, it's black and white, just like a Hitchcock film. Um, and it, and it, got, you see me like open yeah. up the shower door and then like that psycho eh, 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 happens and you just see my <laughs> hands and a big yeah. dildo in it. Yeah. Like I'm stabbing him with the dildo. and then really the rest of the clip is just like some shower pegging and then on the bed pegging but it's like black and white but for me like that opening i was so proud of that opening that's the gold part that that opening that's cool so proud of that (laughs) yeah i gotta do some of these 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 sound like really you know (laughs) cool potential ideas uh that and the I'm still laughing in my head of the. Uh, oh my god, I'm dying. Bass sitting orchestra. I'm just seeing like all this choreography and like let me go, <laughs> let me go, let me go. Let me go. <laughs> I know, like, right? The words are perfect for it. Like 
I'm kind of surprised someone hasn't done well, it yet. <laughs> I know, right? Better Trademark, hurry. Copyright. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I kind of have this. It's just off the, you know, off the cuff. But I remember having this conversation, you know, with past, like, you know, doing different sessions I've done in the past. But and not to put you on the spot, but just with your like incredible background, like you said, with like writing. And, you know, TV production, like, you know, broadcast journalism and, you know, editing, like, if you like want to do like a documentary or like write like a story about like, you know, your life or like this industry, like, have you ever thought about that? Well, I would have to get really because you either have to like die tragically or be like really famous or something for people to like want to read it for like because, you know, there there's like in everything, there's a money shot, right? So the book has to have a money shot. So um, people just need to start, hey, guys, buy my clips so I can be real famous and I can write you a book. Um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, there are actually, so I, I was in um, a couple, like, little TV things, um, and, and there were some producers from Epics trying to work something out, um, but it's kind of hard to get, like, you know, butt stuff on, um, on regular TV and, you know, and it's, it's it, with the kink world, it's, it's, it's difficult with privacy and stuff like that to try and get, um, get other people on board with things. Cause not everyone is as wah, open as I am. Right. So there's like uh there's like little near misses here and there between like our little underground world and like, the mainstream that tell you about the about the time that um the uh femdom fantasia event there was a documentary crew there that was kind of covering the event and they were from like i want to say they were from hbo but they were from somewhere you know well known and then they were interviewing people afterwards so like they were calling people over one by one so they did an interview with me and like and the director is just like um looked like he's in, in his 60s he seemed accomplished he had a british accent it was very like kind of proper and he's like interviewing me about like so with this <laughs> sessioning and it was just a <laughs> surreal experience of like you know meeting the mainstream and and uh they said it was for something that the, it oh, was okay. a pilot that they were gonna pitch so uh you know so it didn't didn't go anywhere but i don't know it, it could at some point who knows but i'm just waiting until like i'm sitting in my living room and uh, all of a sudden, right? face pops up. On yeah, all his like, oh, yeah, friends will be like, "Wait, is that you on Slut Ever?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I did that." Um, I have really, yeah. I have really good um, yeah. because of like my press background and the friends that I've made. Um, one of my friends is a publicist for the Sex and Cannabis Club NSFW, um, so I get a lot of um, publicity opportunities through her. Um, so I'm very lucky that way. Like I got to sit on the face of a reporter from Hustler, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. So, you know, right? Like, Welcome to my world. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I have a lot of different, um, That's great. I'm very lucky because of the, the people that I have around me. That's awesome. And definitely. Yeah. I feel the same. Uh, just. You know, I'm I'm lucky to have met the people I've met in this this industry, um, first of all. But like, yeah, you, you luck out with like the connections that you make, especially in New York City, where it's just like. I remember moving here from L.A. and 
LA was so competitive, you know, everyone was kind of like after the same gigs and stuff like that. And then you move to New York and, you know, like every industry is in, is in New York. So you're always meeting people who's like, Hey, what do you do? So oh, I do this. And, uh, and I just, Oh, okay. How does that work together? Maybe we can find a way to collaborate and help each other out. Like everyone in New York, I feel like is really collaborative. No, that's you know? really cool. Anyway. But... It really is. And I guess I kind of noticed something, and I don't know, Hans, if you've kind of seen that too, but like from doing this, you know, podcast, a lot of people, you know, when I, you ask that question, like, how'd you get into it? And they're like, I always kind of was a, a sensual person. And Domino, I guess I'm wondering, I know it's, you know, hard to, not like, put like an absolute answer, but do you think to kind of get into this and like make it a career like you have? It's either you're born with it or or not, or do you think like someone who maybe wasn't growing up central can kind of get into it? Like, I think I think it is something that like can be opened up in someone. Something that you know, because I mean, I look back in my life and I have lived thirty two different lives. There are so many <laughs> different versions of me. Um, it seems. Um, so I think that this is something that you know, people can come into, because I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm very open and I jump in and, and I'm impulsive, but I all, like when I started, I didn't show my face. When I started, I didn't get naked. You know, I kind of eased myself into it to make sure that this is really what I wanted to do. Cause when it goes sideways, it can go sideways. You know, this is an industry where it goes tits up, it goes tits up. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's something that people have to be cognizant of because it's, it's physical and it's mental. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think it is something that, that people can, can just be like, okay, you know what, maybe, maybe this will be fun. But on the other hand, you also have to be ready for, um, it, it changes, it changes how people look at you. It changes your interaction with the world. Um, dating is weird. Dating is weird. How, how do I, how do I meet somebody and be like, oh yeah, let me meet your mother. What do you do? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, right? Like, oh my oh, God, I can only date orphans. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it, it, it changes it. Um, it changes, it, it changes how people look at you sometimes. And you just, you just have to be confident in yourself, love and approve of yourself. Um, know that you're, the validation comes from within and, and be happy with what you're doing. If you are happy with what you're doing, it doesn't matter what some nameless, faceless person in Nebraska thinks, or your aunt, who's going to be dead in 30 years while you're still living with yourself, you know, right. who, who is going to have to live with yourself and be happy in 30 years? You or somebody else that you don't even know right now? So. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to, yeah, to say it too. Um, I always like kind of thought to myself too, like, you know, when I'm old and on my deathbed and looking back on my life, will I be happy or, uh, you know, with everything that I did or will, will I be, be regretful that I didn't try the things that I really wanted to try? So um yeah it's kind of like similar similar vein in that but um but but also well, too i was like a six-year-old who was like i don't understand why prostitution's not legal adults talk about <laughs> this sex thing all the time i know seriously <laughs> you're a, cool I was six -year -old. a little kid that rode her bike with no shirt on my parents were like you have to put your shirt on 
And I was like, well, look, at, <laughs> look at these ladies in National Geographic. They don't wear shirts. What the fuck? I don't understand. You know? They're like, you're gonna, I don't, I don't have boobs. Like, you're going to grow them soon. You can't. I'm like, what? That's stupid. So I never, I, I have an issue with rules, I guess. <laughs> yeah. National Geographic was always so, so confusing growing up as, as a kid. It's like, well, it's not wrong on National Geographic. Right? Why is it wrong? Because everywhere, yeah, because your your girls yeah. are sexualized. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But since you kind of brought it, I was wondering how how do you or how has it been like navigating like this professional life with like your personal life and dating? Like, has it? gotten any easier or have you found like an easier way to like do it or is it still kind of just like up and down um I am very in work mode so I'm not someone who dates um I really hate dating I'm not on dating apps um always been that way um but I work all the time I work all the time and when I'm not working I'm thinking about working um like I I lift my head off the pillow open my laptop start going and then you know it's three in the morning and I'm like, Oh shit. Gotta go, gotta, gotta go to bed now. Um, but I do, I have been trying to like, you know, take a little bit of time. Obviously 2020 has fucked everybody up, but, um, you know, trying to take a little bit of time for, for me, something that's just for me that I don't share with the rest of the world. Um, and, and I think right now I'm starting to come into a place where, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And it has more to do with like me and like, you know, the, the crunchy shell around me and less about like my, my job. But, um, but my choice of career does, it does add an extra layer of, of confusion because, you know, um, actually I recently started talking to someone and that's one thing I said to them. I was like, um, you know, what I really loved about when they asked me about my job was first of all, they were like, do you want to talk about it? But they were also, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. but they were also asking me because we were talking about this um, thing that I'll tell you guys about with Pornhub. Um, But they were also asking me about what I'm doing, not what I do. So it was less about like, oh, so I saw this thing on TV. Like I saw somebody pee on somebody on TV. Do you do that? Do you guys actually like to get kicked in the balls? You know, like people ask those questions, which it's fine. It's fine. It's funny for the bar. And it's, it, I can tell you some stories, but when you really want to get to know me as a human, knowing who I am and what I create is a lot better than knowing how many dicks I've kicked. Right. So um, yeah. to me, like I, I'm starting to see, I'm starting to find okay, out of all the people that I attract, let's see who I'm going to keep around. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, it's a good I, way to be. And I think if, if people weren't yeah. doing that before, I, I kind of feel like this, this year and 2020 has kind of made all of us to an extent really have to look at and be like, who do we want to talk to when we're quarantined and, you know, can't see anybody and who are we missing those people and what's really important to us? So I, I think that's, that's really huge. <laughs> now all of a sudden you, you have to choose. 
know, before it was like, I'm required to spend eight hours a day with these people. <laughs> and that's that. So I guess we're, you know, I guess we're talking. I guess I will time, look at but, your kid's picture, yeah. Mildred. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 became the year of choice for, for all of us. No, that's, that's really fascinating. That's cool. Do you actually find that it like, um, do, you, do you find your work kind of like competing with your dating life sometimes? Like, do they compete for your attention? It's like, oh, I could try to find a date or I could make um, another video, you know? Like, no, because I've always prioritized work over, over dating. Um, dating has never been a priority for mm -hmm. me. Um, and in the last few years, right. um, I've wanted to just be like, you know what, this is, this is for me. Um, I have a tendency when I'm in a relationship to be like, I'm going to do everything for you. And, um, then there's right. nothing left for me. <laughs> oh, I could totally see you being one of those, one of those people, one of those wonderful, wonderful people, but also one of those people who yeah. like themselves then at the end, there's in nothing... trouble in that way. Of like, yeah. There's nothing left you know, for me. It becomes um, so I want, right. I want to be in the position where, you know, and it's not like, oh, I need to financially be in the position I do this, but just, you know, this is what I want to do. And, and I want to, this is what I want. This is what I want. So I deserve it. And I'm going to work for it. Um, and this is just my priority right now. Um, it would have to be, yeah. I guess, a certain person or a certain situation, or I would have to be in a certain place to be willing to carve out time to share with someone else because because my time is precious and um yeah. and it is uh you know it, it's if I spend time with you it's because I want to I don't just spend I don't just spend um time with yeah. people just to do it I don't just hang out just to do it if I spend time with someone it's because I actually care about them <laughs> <Aww. That's> nice. <laughs> you are one of these uh these very sweet people you know who has this like um you know the, the domination kind of like exterior but like uh yeah, yeah don't you ruin my rep hans don't you ruin my rep i'm gonna tread i'm gonna tread she's lightly. a cold hard cunt no oh. <laughs> Are you going to beep out like everything I've said on this podcast? Okay. Not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> we we let it all rip right. here. Yep. So you can say Good. whatever. <laughs> I should have asked that like an hour ago. <laughs> I, I, I said I said, <laughs> yeah. I said shit earlier in the episode. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you've gotten I usually do. Yeah. Miss Potty Mouth. <laughs> no, I uh, I know you said you know you're you're thinking about work twenty four seven, but is there I guess especially you know this past year kind of forcing all of us to slow down to an extent. Are there any what what are some other either hobbies or interests or passions that you have or that you've discovered recently that you know kind of help you take your mind off work when you do need to. Um. Hmm. I'm a big fan of like, um, and I've just started getting back into it. Um, cause this, I mean, this year was funky. Um, I just had a solo salsa party in my, uh, in my apartment the other day. And I was like, God, I forgot about how fun this is. 
like just putting on some like old school, like Hector Lavoe or something and just like dancing around like mm-hmm. a moron just by myself. You know, That's like, awesome. so, like that kind of stuff. Like I forget how fun dancing is, um, you know, because I, I used to love that. I used to love to go dancing. So um, I think that's going to be one of the things that I, I do. I do again. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm at a place now where I'm finding a good yeah. balance um, between like, you know, cause I mean, yeah, sure. Like reading is fun and maybe cooking is fun or whatever, but, but just finding you're, you're right. Like finding those things that are for me, like those extra little hobbies. Um because wrestling, I mean, last year, wrestling took up a lot of my time. I trained two, three times a week, yeah. you know, and because and, I had I had zero skills when I started You're on it. Um, so to me, that was even though it was work related <laughs> to me, that was a hobby because it was getting in touch with my body like I used to with dance. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's it's weird. It's hard because there's like a lot of crossover. Um, so I'm, I think, I think this next month is going to be sort of my seeing where Katerina ends and, and, you know, the things that I don't share with the public at large begin. Right. Cause I do kind of right. live out loud. Starting to establish I, I live those, out uh, loud. Yeah. You do stuff out loud. Is that what you said? Live out loud. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good to it's it's good to have that boundary. I think of like, yeah, your personal time versus versus your work time, especially like a job where it's like you can work from anywhere. Right. You know, there's always stuff to do. It's always stuff to work on. So, um, you know, like you got to find that time to be like, okay, so what do I? I mean, there's all there's there's probably days too where it's like like any job, you know, like you become frustrated with it, and you have to have something else to kind of, you know take your absolutely and that's so the thing too of, like, because a lot a of my like back, so. you know with with wrestling and yeah. that kind of stuff like my hobbies and my friends like it all it is all crossover and and this is who i am you know there's a different name on me but but it's this is who yeah. i am so um it is hard to find that balance but i mean like you know there are days where listen i'm not putting makeup on guys i'm not brushing my hair <laughs> you know? yeah <laughs> i took a bath I took Absolutely. a bath in the sink today. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you can you can imagine me in those red high heels. <laughs> whatever sure. works. <laughs> but my pussy smells like the early two thousands because I used cucumber melon body wash on them, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the we're cucumber on our melon phrase. That top. and mango <laughs> and uh, pink grapefruit. <laughs> And, wow, you brought out right? the hot topic, boy! <laughs> Fantastic! Wow! Right? Right? Oh, man, I, I know, like right? I'm in a mall in the nineties. See, I create an experience. <laughs> oh, man. You do, you do. That and uh, Sp- Spencer Gifts was the other one that was like. No, uh, we all, had that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a in Philly, thing. yeah, where yeah. Where else are you going to buy fake vomit? Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where else did you get that? Fake there vomit. was no Amazon. Fake vomit and incense. <laughs> no, it was just so you can confuse your It was Spencer's yeah. boss. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, how... That's cool. Was that kind of overwhelming? I remember you said earlier that, like, you didn't have any wrestling experience and you got, like, thrown around, but it was still fun. 
was that like kind of overwhelming to be like, oh, like I really like this, but I need to learn some stuff, or was it kind of like you just dove right into? It? Um, I mean, a little bit of both. Um, I honestly, I've I've always kind of been like a perfectionist. Um, a, a little bit of type A. But I've I've started the last few years to try and just kind of, of relax a little bit. And and, um, and that was one of the cool things that I learned, too, is, you know, again, being dominant doesn't mean that I know everything. You know, I could be dominant and lose a wrestling match. It's, you know, I could be dominant and not know how to do a Darce choke. Um, it doesn't take away mm-hmm. from my dominance and my energy. It, it's. You don't have to know everything. Um, but I never, I, honestly, I never got down about not knowing anything about, you know, not knowing stuff with wrestling, which is always kind of surprised me because I thought that I would have. I thought that I would have had really frustrating times. Um, but I actually, I don't know, to me, it was always like, but I'm better than I was and I'm just enjoying doing it. So to me, mm-hmm. like just being in that moment, just, you know, doing it in that moment was just enough for me. And the fact that it stuck in my body and I was able to do more with it and build on it, um, you know, that and the people I was around, like it never I never walked away and felt empty or worse than when I walked in. Especially kind of like that. That's a great group of people to uh, do maidens and and everyone. Like it's a it's a nice little community. It it's um, you know it becomes it becomes like a social engagement all all its own. You're you happen to be learning wrestling and and skill building and exercising, but um, you know it's also like I, I I know when when I would go to the practices every now and then I would just be so thrilled that I get to see everyone. It's like, oh, I don't get like I see you guys on online and stuff and we, you know, chat here and there back and forth. But to actually get to just like, you know, physically see you and be in the same space. Yeah. At the same time was like, yeah. And like our park days, kind of those nice were always thing, fun so. when we wrestled in the park. Yeah. I liked those outdoor days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ma- making people. Some people turn their heads mm-hmm. and then, and then like some people. It's just yeah, like, we were yes, we were wrestling like, on a tarp in the park, the park and there was somebody like <laughs> boxing in the other corner, so it was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess um, for me, Domino, I guess the last question for me anyway is: uh, Is there anyone out there like who you would like to work with in the future who you haven't oh, worked with boy. yet? Oh shit! I should have looked something up, shouldn't I have? Um, there definitely, <laughs> there definitely is. Um, and I was actually looking at some people online and I was like, Ooh, that, that, that's a pretty person. Um, I do, I have worked with, um, Sean Fox, um, and Savannah Fox. Um, but I do want to do mm-hmm. more with Sean Fox. Um, cause I think he's always down for some like sweaty, sensual fun too. Um, and he's someone that I, yeah, he's cool. And he's someone I'm comfortable cool with. Dude, and I think like, you know, our chemistry would be great. Yeah. Um, but I have worked with him. Um, it's so hard. I don't know. There's so many people that I haven't worked with, but then like I wrestled Sheena, like Sheena, the 
friggin' judo champion kicked my ass all over the map. Like I haven't done like, that. How, that was yeah, how was that? I knew she was gonna whoop me, but I was just like, um, you're like a fucking Olympian. <laughs> like, yeah. And I've been wrestling for like five <laughs> months. This is amazing. And every time she submitted me, I just laughed. I'd be like, wow, how'd you do that? And she's like, supposed to be like in pain. I'm like, but that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I just said it was like the coolest. (laughs) I was supposed to be mad, and I'm you're supposed to be mad at this point. Is that a scorpion? What'd you do? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, um, but it's actually, actually, um, and I'll talk about the Pornhub thing if you don't mind. Um, I'm starting to make a lot of connections. There are people that I want to work with that are more in the main, like in the more in the porn world um, versus like uh, the wrestling Mm -hmm. world. um, Because there are some really amazing, really there's amazing talent. um, And that's, that's part of, uh, I guess it kind of dovetails into this Pornhub thing. So um, one of my, one of my really like my biggest things is, um, responsibility on a on a fetish shoot because when you're on a porn set there's like you know there might be makeup there might be craft services or whatever you know you have a script that kind of thing you know who you're working with a fetish shoot it could be you and some guy in his garage in New Jersey right like you don't know what you're walking into and I had a situation where um somebody you know you don't know what you're doing and they just kind of tell you okay this is what we're going to do now and action and it was something that was triggering for me. And after I processed it, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that was not okay. I cannot do that. That's a, that's a hard limit. Um, so for me, like, you know, developing sort of like this, this more responsible way of um, planning a fetish shoot and sort of putting time into it ahead of time um, became important to me. And I wanted to share that. But also there was so much I didn't know even after like what, like at that point, two years or so, two, three years um, as, you know, full-time sex worker, I don't know Bitcoin. Um, you know, I'm sure my internet security sucks. You know, I just told you guys my entire life story, you know, like, like I am not good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so um, there was a lot of stuff that yeah. I didn't know. And um, so I asked my friend Tiana Glittersaurus Rex, um, cause she has done a lot of events. She puts on amazing events. Um, and then Lola Jean, um, you know, she, she and Tiana have done so many incredible conferences and workshops and events together. Um, so, I mean, I'm basically just like sitting here in awe of them as this thing just became huge. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like, thank you for making this a thing. Um, but it's actually, so it's, it's called, it's, um, and you guys are, I'm, this is the first time I'm, I'm telling anybody like officially about it. Um, it's called the sex work survival guide and it's going to be a two day conference. Okay. Um, and it's like 10 hours each day. Oh, cool. Um, and it's, it's sort of like, you're going to earn like merit badges, like a little boy scout or whatever, but like, you should see them. They're hilarious. Um, like the community, the community badge is like somebody getting spit roasted. Um, (laughs) but it's, um, we partnered with, um, BIPOC collective, which is, um, a global organization that was born out of the, um, conversations about racism. 
um, and uh, racism in the adult industry. Um, and Cinnamon Love started that, and it's mm-hmm. a collective of um, Black, Indigenous, and people of color in the adult industry and allies. Um, so our, <laughs> we have like King Noir, Jet Setting Jasmine, Cinnamon Love, Lotus Lane, Mickey Maud. Like we have something like Daisy Ducati. We have some bananas, Jessa Jordan, bananas names that are going to be presenting on everything, everything from. Yeah, it's awesome. Amazing. From um, laws and legality, what to do if you're encountered by a cop. Um model releases, how to book a client, how to keep a client, um, you know, a, a responsible shoot, anti-racism in, in porn, um, fetishism, um, just, I mean, everything. There's like five different things and I know I should be describing it better and giving you more information and I'm not, but um, there's like five different components of it, community, uh, mental health. It, it's a whole, like basically what you should know on your first day of work for, for like harm reduction. Um, and Pornhub is sponsoring it. So yeah. So they're rolling out this like live stream thing for their awards. And then we're going to be like the next event on it. Um, and I have to learn how to make this live stream thing work. Um, but it's, yeah, so it's, it's going to be incredible. Um, it, 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 so Asakira is is gonna do something. I think she's gonna be on a panel. Um, like I'm just like holy shit. Like I thought it was gonna be like me in my apartment on Jitsi, and like now all of a sudden it's on Pornhub and it's gonna live there for all eternity. Um, yeah, and it's it's really it's really incredible, wow. and I'm very excited. Um, and it's free. It's for all sex workers of all walks. Um, from on camera, camming, street-based, doesn't matter. It's free and it needs to be accessible for everyone. Um, Pornhub is sponsoring it. And then also we are donating, um, any donations are gonna be split between um, Swap Brooklyn, Swap Bronx, um, because I do, I volunteer with Swap Brooklyn. I do um, street-based community outreach with them. Um, BIPOC Collective. And Pineapple Support, which is a mental health um, support organization for sex workers. It's um, kink, LGBTQ friendly, you know, sex work friendly, the whole thing. So, and I think that's everybody. No, that's that's really awesome. And Amazing. When, when is um, this? I believe happening? January 9th and tenth, but I don't have a page to send you guys to yet. Um. Oh, no problem. No yeah. problem. We'll, we'll keep there will be um, an event right for sure. If you um, if people follow me on social media um, and then um, the event is going to have a model page on Pornhub um, and it's called the sex work survival guide. Um, so just look for that. Incredible. Oh, I'm really. I'm really yeah. yeah, that's awesome. This, so. That's awesome. Yeah. And and is that kind of something you've always been, you know, as far as like activism and in, in any walk of life, or even within this the sex industry, or is that something that kind of just is? No, I've always been this person. Um, I've always been this person. I've always, um, I've worked in social services. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I've always oh, same here. I've always been um, you know, someone who who petitioned and marched and and you know, opened my big mouth um even when I'm not supposed to. Um so I'm just trying to learn how to do it for good now, you know, use my powers for good instead of evil. <laughs> 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 No, that is really cool. That's really awesome. And I think um, as a lot of people, maybe some didn't know beforehand, but I think through this year, see that it, it's definitely needed and definitely uh, important. For sure. So that's, that's the really thing, cool. man, community. That's, you know, there's enough sex work money for everyone. And there's, it's not competition. You know, my look and what I offer is different from the next person's. So there's no reason right. for us to to infight or squabble. You know, we, this is lift each other up and work with each other. And I mean, it just makes it so much better. It just, you know, there's just more for everyone that way. And I know it's like, especially. It's very kind of like a rare, like, it's a very kind of like a rare industry where you can like find someone who does what you do. You can get together and like, you know, do something together that kind of like benefits both of you, but you're both doing the same stuff or like different versions of the same stuff. But like, usually if, if you have two companies that are in the same right. industry, they're automatically competitors. There's no real, like, you know, sharing that goes on in, in this industry. Like, yeah, sometimes people look at each other as competitors, but like, but really, if you get together and shoot and collaborate, like it's such a rare feature of, of any industry where like you can both create. Yeah. And I mean, you can you can have VV Lane, from, so. Ursa Fierce, Lana yeah. Luxor or me sit on your face. But we all look different. Our butts are different. What we say to you is different. Our energy is different. We're a different experience. So there's no competition. What's that? And their fan bases are different too. Right. And that's the other thing. Their, their fan bases are, are different too. Like I know I've, I've worked with people before where they're like, Oh, I've, ne I've never heard of this guy. And then like some, some fans are like, Oh, I've never heard of this person yes. that you're working with. It's like, great. You yeah. get to meet them. And fans can have more than one favorite. Well. And you know, so there's so yeah. much. Yeah. And there's so much like untapped. Um, yeah. There's always like, and, and there's the always more out there. There's always more people you have. The magic yet. that happens yeah. when you do yeah, collaborate you with other people. Yet, Cause so. that's, I mean, that's the one thing I'm definitely not looking forward to in lockdown um, is like deep quarantine. It got, it got rough, you know, just me talking yeah. to the camera for three months. I was like, Oh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> 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 we're going to have to change the clip. <laughs> so, I can't do this. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, you know, and that's the other thing is like when you work with other people, that's when you start your creative juices for lack of a better phrase. Um, yeah. Yeah. My cat just heard me laugh. He just came over to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> but then, that's, that's really cool. And that's awesome. And I know we'll definitely keep talking about it and promoting it on, on our social media and on this podcast, because want everyone to hear about it and, and participate. Awesome. And Thank you. Connect and grow and learn as much as possible. Oh yeah, definitely. We should, uh, we should have like a little, like, um, promotion, you know, this, this is kind of meta where kind of like, <laughs> you know, uh, making business decisions behind the scenes on the air, but like, we should have like a little thing. It's like, Oh, you know, this, there's, uh, 
there's this event that that we want you to be aware of and you know either in the beginning or the end and yeah i think that would be great no absolutely so yeah absolutely yeah and uh i hans do you have any other uh uh, questions for the for domino same Uh, i mean nothing much other than i hope you're having a good night and i look forward to seeing you soon (laughs) no and i yeah it's been it's been absolutely wonderful um you know getting to shoot with you this quarantine and uh you know um introducing mutual friends and new friends and uh yeah it's it's been it's been a lot of fun and uh you know there's the response i feel like to you know the stuff that we've done together has always been so great so yeah me uh, too yeah so i was i was thrilled to find out that you were going to be on the podcast because uh yeah yeah yeah, i i you know we talked about it you know last episode, and i was like yeah that's definitely we got to make that happen and i'm so beyond appreciative and grateful um for you coming on and giving us like you know your your time and and anytime you know if you uh you get you know hopefully the, the shutdown's not too as bad this time or <laughs> as long but you ever want to just you know you get a little bored talking to that the sounds camera, great always always that sounds great we can talk about whatever you want come on back no no <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much this was this was just awesome and Thank you for what you do and for Thank just being you. really cool and, and Thank being awesome. Thank you, you too. Keep on doing this amazing work. You that got it. <laughs> yeah. Keep on painting with your butt. <laughs> nah, that's the one and only Thank you. Domina Katarina, the Don Pierce. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. Well, Hans, that was, um, I don't even, I, that was so awesome. Like, you know, everyone, all these episodes, there's not a, uh, all of them have been their own experience and awesome. It was just having someone like, like her come on, who's just such a bubbly personality and so engaging. Yeah. It, oh, she's it so bubbly. Better than, I always get excited doing these and coming on with you and, and whoever our guest is, or it's just me and you. But that was beyond even what I could have hoped for. That was so cool. Does does she remind you a little bit of Sarah Silverman? Like some of her like quirks and personality traits. Like she has this kind of like, you know, like this natural magnetism. Wow, that's an uncanny, like, yes, I couldn't think of it. But Sarah Silverman, like even like her voice, like. Her voice, yep yeah, the the way she kind of like inflects yeah. and stuff like that, like uh, and the even way she kind laughs, of you know, see her, like like at least the pictures. Like I haven't seen her in person, but like kind of looks like her a little bit too to me. But like definitely a little bit, yeah. But she has she has kind of like that same like um, kind of like that inner strength and that introspectiveness yeah. that um, you know a lot of people like about Sarah. Like I I apply the same the same stuff to to Katarina. Like once you've kind of met her and talked with her a little bit like you're you you can't help but to be drawn in and and want to know more so um yeah so pretty amazing person um you know i think i had mentioned to her like coming on the podcast before and then and then i found out she was coming on yeah oh great so like uh it was it was it was nice the way that worked out because um she's definitely no well you know we talked about because that was um that was a great secret you had. Like I didn't know, like you know, I, I of course talk on the show and then talk off air and then see you uh, on Twitter what's coming up up uh, next for you. And then 
when I saw that drop, I was like, oh, I wonder why he's been so busy. Like that was that was an epic an epic clip, and you have a lot of epic clips in your store. But I was like, wow, this was very cool and all around from what you got, you know, from the actual you know ass job. But like like you said in the show, the way it was shot and it was just really unique. And so we talked about it. Oh yeah, when she sent me the video and like I saw the finished product, I, I was like, this is like. It, it, I mean, it was an amazing experience, and yet the video was, like, even cooler than, like, I thought it was going to be. It had aspects of, like, you know, kind of, um, I don't know, it was kind of, like, October at the time. So I I, I had watched a few, like, um, horror movies where, like, it takes place on a computer screen and stuff like that. But, like, horror movies are some of the most creative yeah. films in Hollywood, you know? Like, it's just, like, they, they do stuff with horror movies that, like probably wouldn't fly in like a main Hollywood blockbuster, but because it's a horror film, it's like, ah, you know, like it's just, it's just for scares or whatever. But like, but people universally love horror movies. Like there's some people who are just like, it's October. Like all we're doing is watching horror movies all month. It's like, it's built into our tradition in a way. And so when I saw that video, it had aspects of that and, um, and the black and white and, you know, just like, it's another level of like, creativity and, and fun that she's having with the, the stuff that she yes. makes. So um, it was an yeah, honor to be. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm definitely um, so. glad she talked about, you know, her very fascinating, interesting background, but even that, and I definitely want to, you know, see more of that event that's coming up in January. Cause I think that's, that's really awesome. And I think really important. I think she's been working on that for a while because I, I, I think I remember her, mentioning something about an event sort of like that that was going to be in the beginning of august and then and then it wasn't um but um one of the things we were like she was asking me about talking about like um internet security and and cryptocurrency which i was like oh yeah i'll I'll give a talk about that and you know are you sure you want me to do it and it's like yeah you know it's it's for people who don't even know what cryptocurrency is yet so um but yeah, so I think that's the same thing, but like apparently it's uh, gathered a whole lot more steam, which is no, fantastic. that's awesome, so, um, and well needed. So yeah, yeah. So is there uh, anything that we should be on the lookout for you coming up? Um, you know, any interesting stuff or? Yeah, well, you know, I I've been. Uh, I've been shooting a lot this month and yet my store has not been updated. And um, <laughs> that is my fault, <laughs> but that is also just kind of like the way, kind of like the way things have gone. But uh, I have a lot of videos and uh, a, a not very busy December. So uh, like I said, kind of at the beginning of this episode, uh, I'm looking forward to sitting down uh, with a nice smoky Porter maybe and uh, going through and, getting all those up on online either clips for sale and definitely wanting to be doing more with my uh, my only fans as well but yes there's definitely interesting and different stuff coming for me um it's not going to be like there's going to be some some more of the mm-hmm. same more of the classic you know more of the stuff that's like you know um kept me going all these years but um i'm starting to try some some new and different things something for the scissor hold category okay. for sale which i kind of started doing with the scissor fight like the thigh wrestling and then I, I i sort of realized that was more like thigh fetish 
category than scissor hold category. It wasn't doing as well in the scissor hold category. And then I put it in thigh fetish and it was like, oh, now it's doing just fine. So, um, but that scissor hold category has eluded me for a while. I'm taking another crack at it. I think I have the formula this time. We'll see. So. <laughs> no, awesome. Awesome. And we definitely yeah. want to, you know, keep, yeah. we'll keep promoting that on our Twitter page and, and, and everything we always want to support everything that you do and get that out there. So that's, that's really cool and awesome. Oh, I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm more excited about, um, you know, this, some of the stuff that Katarina was talking yeah. about tonight. So, um, I definitely want to keep tabs on that event and, uh, you know, let's, let's have a mention of that, um, you know, going forward until it happens because, uh, that way I won't forget either. (laughs) Like I tend to be bad about my schedule and it's just like, I want to make sure I see that. So it's like, yes, that's coming up. Um, that's absolutely resource for, you know, a lot of knowledge going to be coming. No. And, um, also wanting to say we, had you know an email uh from fan mario oh yes i saw that i didn't get to like read entirely through it but he he found he finds the coolest stuff yeah from back in the day no and he he really um i'm I'm a guy who who loves history you know and anything but um you know really uh we talk about always wanting fans to, you know, let us know what episodes they want to hear. And I think uh, he looking at like a history of, of mixed wrestling and, and session wrestling. And I, you know, would love to, with you, Hans, to get into that on some future episodes, near, you know, closer episodes and really, you know, break that down. And who knows even what comes from that, if maybe if there's some we could reach out to to come on. But definitely because I, I can honestly say I, I don't really know. I know some of it, but I can say there's a lot that I don't know about the history, I guess, like of, you know, this industry, I guess, in this, this, you know, session wrestling slash, you know, mixed wrestling, you know, and coming on who kind of were those, those pioneers that we know, like a Bill Wick. And then there's, I know, obviously in everything, there's pioneers we know and pioneers that we don't know and trying to uncover them. So, right. And I, I'm the same way. Um, yeah, Shamefully, same here. Same know? on me like, too. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I've, I've been into this all my life, but like, there's still plenty that I, I don't know, um, and maybe that's because of my <laughs> for once young age. <laughs> so, but uh, no, I, I would definitely like to delve more into that, and um, and you know, possibly bring a, an informed guest uh, on for that because. Um, I know I would have lots of questions as well, like just from some of the stuff that uh, Mario has, has sent. And then there was like a, a post in a forum. I think I sent you a link to a while ago. And I was like, yeah, all this? I didn't know all this, you know, like this is stuff from magazines in the seventies, you know, like, but um, you know, I, I, I've definitely seen pictures here and there, but like, I don't really know like the, I don't know what it was like being someone growing up when can you imagine where it was just like, you're into this stuff and there's no internet. And uh, so you got these magazines, like, you know, where do you find them? How do you find them? Like, how, how were you even first exposed right. to them? And like, you know, was it something you were looking for before you found the magazine? It's like, oh, thank God, there's a magazine for this. For me, it all started with the internet. Um, but I always knew yeah. I was into it. 
And then I found a site where it was just like, ah, great. Here's the website of people like me. But I'd love to hear the story of somebody uh, more my senior who, you know, was was maybe into this and, and then found the magazine. And what that day, what was that day like? Where it's just like, was was that a revelation? Yeah, or what? So, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, wanted to say, Mario, I appreciate you, uh, you know, listening and and emailing uh, that you know information. We definitely don't want you to think that you're forgotten. Um, definitely in the near, you know, sooner than later, maybe next couple of weeks, when Hans and I will talk about really, you know, giving it the proper respect and and really doing maybe you know at least an episode. Man, who knows how much we find? It could be multiple episodes on it. So, um, I think, think so it'd be too. fascinating. I, I, I mean, that'd be stuff that I would, I know I yeah. would listen to. So and it's even better for me. I get to be interactive You're a part and, of it. and be in the You're episode in the and ask questions. You're in the so, show. Yeah. I get to, yeah, I get to get to kind of like, uh, best of both yeah. worlds there. So no. that's fun. And, and for anyone else yeah. who, you know, wants to do what, what Mario did either on, if you want to have a topic, if you want, you know, like what Mario brought up or a different one altogether or suggestion or things you like, things you want us to improve on, whatever the case may be. Uh, we have the Twitter. So, you know, we're after our sessions, but it's at sessions after that's, you know, at sessions after on Twitter, or if you want to email, you can email the show at after hours sessions pod. That's one word after hours sessions pod at gmail.com. So, Either way, Ooh. you know, please let us know and um, want to also say, you know, Jen, the wonderful Jennifer Thomas, who was on our you know second episode, reached out to me about a few weeks ago and going to try to uh, it's been a little crazy, Jen. So I'm sorry, but she gave the suggestion of going on the male versus female, um, you know, forum and putting the podcast, you know, signing up and putting the podcast there and letting people, you know, promoting it and you know getting suggestions there and letting people hear some really good interviews who haven't heard them so i'm going to be on that in the next couple of days as well nice good to see you on i uh, I, I will tell you what i do peruse that forum from time to time and we did get a shout awesome. out on there so awesome so yeah, yeah. definitely want to um I've, I've gone on like you said i like that peru i've done that myself but i definitely uh you know once jen you know i always trust jen with all this you know, I trust her with everything anyway, but definitely with when she talks, I I, I want to listen and, and follow through if I can. So I'm, I'm going to go on there and, and definitely do that as well. But cool. D-Rock coming I'm to trying. I would try. <laughs> <laughs> but Hans, this was awesome, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. This was this was a super fun episode and, uh, you know many more like it in in the future you know similarly fun so we're always keeping it fun oh and also um just because uh i was on it uh uh i think like two nights ago um the clem and claus podcast um were kind enough to have me on the podcast and uh you know we swap stories and stuff like that and uh you know we we all sort of decide let's let's all be friends and friends of the show so uh, those guys are really cool and i appreciate them oh, having okay. me on and uh maybe they can come by to yeah, our show sometime as well the clemming so. claws and what's their, what's their podcast yeah. about 
it's about so actually they're more kind of geared toward the catfight world which is really it's adjacent mm-hmm. to the wrestling world right so like it's like you would think they're the same thing but as time has has gone on and as i've been on twitter and stuff like that and you know um seen different fans of different things they're really kind of like almost like kissing yeah. cousins like it's it's really like they're really close but there are some people who are definitely like I only like cat fights. And then there are some people who's like, oh, I'm not into cat fights. That's too catty for me <laughs> or whatever. And, and it's like, I like, I like wrestling or like, you know, sensual erotic stuff like that. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so they're, they're kind of, that's more kind of like their base. They're kind of like cat fights and um, women's MMA. And, you know, so there's a little bit of the, you know, um, sport that, you know, cross over there. And um couple of cool cool dudes awesome. as far as i'm concerned so um that was that was, that was a lot of fun and, was, and very spontaneous by the way i uh i had just done the shoot i had a what i call a victory beer for like a good shoot and then um they uh dm'd me uh, on my way home and was like hey you want, you want to be on the podcast they said next week and i was like yeah i'll be on next week i'm available tonight if you want and they, yeah they took me up on it so yeah okay <laughs> yeah. no awesome so you'll see me slinging a wine glass around. But... <laughs> no, <laughs> awesome. Okay, so yeah, we'll definitely Clement Cause yeah. uh, podcast, and we'll we'll definitely link up with them, and love to have those guys come on the show as well. So that's great. Yep, that's great. So, well, special fun. thanks to our our special guest, the <laughs> one and only Katarina, the Dom Cat Pierce, and for my partner, amazing, amazing person. person, awesome. <laughs> And for my partner in crime, Hans Vanderkill, I'm D Rock. Thank you.